bottles come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. It is a Wednesday. It is high noon, and I am joining you, the AltaCast. Uh, this is your host, Pam Benjamin, hanging out here at the Mutiny Radio Studios, 2781 21st Street. Good times, everybody. Really excited about today's show because Mutiny Radio is having its very first comedy festival in 2016 it's going to be march 2nd through 6th there are going to be 24 shows here over five days it's going to be a comedy extravaganza but what i'm going to do today is you're going to come with me come with me we're going to watch all the submission tapes not all of them because there's just so many of them right now but we're going to listen to comedians and their submission tapes, and then we're going to talk about them. I might be joined by Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, Wynn. Don't know. She might be on CPT. Uh, ADHD CPT. This is colored people time. That's her words, not mine. <laughs> so we're going to listen to some great and maybe shitty comedy today. And... Um, Comic submissions, everybody, here on the AltaCast. Brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, the best tink in the biz. If you need medical marijuana for any of your ailments, I, I challenge you to try Alta California Botanicals. You actually can get two weeks for free if you show a doctor's uh, recommendation. If you go to the website at tryalta.com. Great stuff. I love it. I'm going to take a little bit later, too, because I just absolutely love Alta California Botanicals. Tinky, tinky. All right, so here we go. Let's just jump right into it. Um, this is the most recent submission. It's Michaela, Michaela Lassig. She's a female from... She is a Bay Area resident. I've never seen this particular comedian. Well, here we go. Here's Michaela Lassig. This is our first comedy submission here on the AltaCast. One, one, one. Oops. <laughs> Good job, Pam. Here we go. Why am I not getting any sound on this? Oh, there we go. Oh my God, I'm so nervous and so turned on right now. This <laughs> 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 is like a fantasy of mine, like just like a bunch of people and like me being here. Um, also, um, I just, I feel like I have that thing, you know, that like, you know, that the entertainment industry has like, you know, and as part of them, it's- Not funny yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, to all the Jews, yeah. <laughs> Yeah! Oh, great, great, great. Um, anti-Semitism is 
sucks. Um, but then also, uh, you know, I just, I feel like I have this thing, you know, like, I feel like everyone deserves to see all of this, but like without me doing porn. Because it doesn't make any money for me. Um, so, um, I'm Her friends are being supportive, that's and, nice. Uh, I live in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. So also, this is a hella funny show, so it's usually kind of a bringer show. Um, which is why I have to leave to find anyone to date, and that's how I ended up dating a homeless guy recently. Mm, trite. <laughs> I was backpacking, and so was he. Uh, he was doing the PCT, and I was backpacking solo, and I'm not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> and uh, we met, and it was like a really hot, like he was so hot. <laughs> Sweating. This is almost unbearable. <laughs> it was a really hot day. It was just so hot, like, you know, like, I could smell my vagina standing up, you know? Like, that's how hot it was. And I think that's how I, like, lured him in. And he exchanged Instagram handles. And uh, he had 26 followers, and all of his pictures were outside. And that didn't bring a red flag for me. So uh, I was like, okay, let's keep in touch. Like, so we, you know, talked on the phone for the next week, and uh, he was probably on the payphone because it was a bunch of different numbers I didn't know. And um, we talked, and I like learned all these things about him. And I was like, oh my god, he's like a former junkie, and like, you know, like he uh, has a criminal history. And I was like, what I should do? You should come and like stay with me at my home i can't even watch it anymore you guys i'm sorry i can't the the camera's shaky it's clearly i've never seen her before wow okay uh, i'm gonna go to the next one i'm gonna have to uh find a way to um change the let's turn this on right now. Ooh. uh wow wow i'm gonna make a new folder and i'm gonna call it no and then I'm going to move it over into that. Wow. All right, you guys. I don't mean to be mean, but holy fuck, right? That's what happens when you uh, have a comedy festival. Everybody applies. And it's free to apply, too. So send me your stuff. Here we go. Here's the next one. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Uh, I, I like this guy. Uh, he's really, really, really funny. Uh, he is from... Uh, Las Vegas, originally, and uh, I, I like this this uh, comedian a lot. Although I'm not getting his, I'm trying to get to his uh, video, but he's already. I mean, gonna be probably an automatic yes. Lives in Las Vegas. He's uh, he's Canadian. He's full fledged nerd with a math scholarship to UCLA. He got started in stand up by teaching math courses. Everyone knows math is hilarious. He worked in Silicon Valley for various technology startup companies, doing startup stuff like programming, annoying coworkers, rolling his eyes and breathing. Richard performs all over the West Coast uh, of the U.S. and Canada. Mr. Kiss's performance style includes a mix of general goofiness and original insight on a wide range of topics. His eclectic, irreverent, and understated manner will make you think about social habits, grammar, the fun in math and science, hypocrisy, and the absurdity of the obvious. He will leave you laughing and maybe even make you a little bit smarter. All right, let's see if I can get to his... Uh, 
to one of his videos. His page is not being found. Dang it. Well, I'm bummed that you guys can't listen to this one because he's a really funny guy. All right, moving on to the next uh, submission. Here we go. Uh, we are listening to the uh, comedy people who have applied for the festival. Uh, this one is from Enoch Eno, and he has the punchline behind him. So that bodes well. Uh, actually, I know who this particular Let's comedian. See, here we go. Waist down and seeing who's this young black man here. <laughs> And I see your boyfriend looking at me and saying, who's this guy? If Johnny Bloom and Orlando Depp were gay. <laughs> That's Brandon Stokes laughing. Can you hear Brandon Stokes laughing in the background? This next joke is for you then. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Riffing, very nice. I haven't even started. They say you should never start getting up on stage with saying fuck you or September 11. Especially being from the Middle East, Bay Area. <laughs> You're probably wondering the accent. Iowa. <laughs> Middle West. No, no, I'm from the Middle East. Bay Area. <laughs> from the island of Alhamida. <laughs> Let her hand go, buddy. <laughs> Being from the Middle East Bay Area is tough. When you're doing a good job in comedy, they say you're killing it. When you're doing a shitty job, they say you're bombing it. Both are bad. <laughs> How old are you? I don't know. How old are you? Don't fuck up my joke. How old are you? 20? Should you? Oh, Red Bull. Okay, we're good. Wow, this is the first time he took the mic out of the stand. Interesting. Is that your girlfriend? Not anymore. That's right. This joke is for you, sweetheart. I haven't done it yet. Now the same joke for the rest of you white people. 
can't wait to get my U.S. citizenship and blow up little bombs up like you. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> On 4th of July and get away with it. People have so much prejudice, dick. They can't spell it correctly. I want to find out who's gay in this crowd. They say one out of ten people are gay, and let's find out who they are. Okay. One. Two. You are gay, my friend. Let me go the other way. One. You know where I'm going, I'm gonna end up at you. Nine, you are gay. All right, what do we think of that guy? <laughs> hey, I'm joined with uh, by the Sheriff of Truth, uh, Latoya. Hi. So what do, you, what do you think about Enoch Eno? I, I'm not putting him in the no pile. How about that? Yeah, don't put him in the no pile. Not putting him yeah. in the no pile. I the, like the, the fact that he was like, you know, messing with the audience. He definitely was riffing. I, I, don't, I don't get a feeling of his jokes, but um, he, I mean, at he least... He made me chuckle. He made me chuckle, and he was good at riffing, so that's, yeah. that's fine. Uh, the first one we watched, it was... So bad that I had to. Um, oh, it's good. And turn terrible. It, it. It wasn't good at all. I had to. It was from a hella funny show with Stroy, and he's sort of renowned for doing um, bringer shows. Uh, for the audience people that maybe don't know what a bringer show is, it's when you're a new comedian and um, you're not really getting booked for your talent. You're getting booked because you haven't alienated all your friends yet, and they're willing <laughs> to pay money for tickets to come see you and support you. Uh, that's what a bringer show is. So it's really not a good like. It's not a good thing. Well, it's not a good thing because it, the other people that come see that show, it's like it's not real comedy yet. You know, it's like right. it's like they're not ready. I never did a bring. One of the things I'm very proud of is I never did a bringer show. Um, I've been doing comedy for over four years, and I never did a bringer show because I didn't want. I, I've only and I for a while I didn't ask to get booked, and now I ask. But I wouldn't ask because I was like I wanted to get booked on my talent alone, and not because of how many friends I have. And yeah. I don't really have that many friends. It's not a popularity so. contest. Right, exactly. That's what it is. It's, it's the written talent. And, and I also, I've never tried to kiss anybody's ass or like trade stage time. Like, here, I'll put you on my show if you put me on yours. Uh, I don't do that either. Bad business. Be, well, just, then it, it's, you're not getting booked on your talent. You don't know how good or bad you are or if people really like you. I mean, you can always tell from the audience whether they like you or not. Anyways, that, the girl, she sent me an eight minute video. We only got three minutes in. I had to turn it off. I oh, couldn't do it. it. All right. I'm sorry, I missed that one. Yeah, it's we can try to we'll, if you want before we go to this good one, we can we'll we'll go back to the Nopa. Uh, this is Jeremy Arroyo out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Nice. Let's see uh, what he this guy brings is us. Making, uh, he just moved to Fort Wayne. He's making his Fort Wayne debut tonight Woo! and a place besides Snickers. So uh, I'm really excited about that. Uh, he is a local, but we're not going to give him a time here tonight since he is debuting. Uh, please give it up for Jeremy Arroyo. Yeah! Hello. Hello. <laughs> He's wearing pajama pants. I've had the feeling there's something wrong with me recently. For example, I have 11 toes. Everyone keeps telling me that's a weird thing to collect. <laughs> Big laugh out the gate. Wow. I took a double dose of sleeping pills last night. 
I wanted to last longer in bed. <laughs> Anyone who says sleep when you're dead doesn't understand what sleep is for. <laughs> Drugs are bad. I have a, a friend who had to quit his dream of becoming a professional wrestler because of his heroin addiction. He just never laid a smack down. <laughs> wow. Knockoff smartphone from Mexico. It's an ay 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 phone. <laughs> my, cousin, my cousin hates that joke. His whole family's from Mexico. And he actually just told me he's going to Yale for four years. But unfortunately, with his accent, that's how he pronounces jail. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going to Yale. He's going to Yale. My little brother actually just got out of prison. He didn't type in the pokey and he turned himself around. <laughs> That's what correctional facilities are all about. <laughs> I hated my sister growing up. I was terribly mean to her. Picked on her all the time. Until the year she had amnesia. I'd always say something really mean to her, call her name. She'd say back, I know you are, but who am I? <laughs> I had a near-death experience yesterday. I visited my grandparents. <laughs> my grandma has the worst luck, I swear. She just got kicked out of her knitting group. They found out she was sharing needles. <laughs> Funny. I don't think we have. My grandpa was just He's arrested in. for stealing Viagra. He actually escaped custody and is still at large. Huh. He's looking at hard time. Ha, ha. We don't know what to do about my uncle. He just told us all he loves to smoke a fatty. Usually there's nothing wrong with that, but he works at a crematorium. mean to me. I hated her growing up. She loved picking on me. But now that I'm older, I hate to see her slowly kill herself. So I always watch the tape at full speed. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm married. Thank you, the in-laws didn't clap. She just tried fake nails. Everything she hung fell down. That's silly. Lucky for me, my wife buys her panties one at a time. Better than getting them in a bunch. <laughs> Marriage is rough. Marriage is rough. But I realized my wife really is one in a million. Which means on Earth there are at least 7,000 more. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke had a cousin 
who tried to be an actor but couldn't get famous because of his name? Cock car lesbian. <laughs> If love is a battlefield, masturbation is a civil war. <laughs> oh, applause break. Applause break. We think he's funny. What did you think, Latoya? I like one-liners, but there are too many. That's just I, he's, I guess he's just a one-liner comic. Yeah, that's that must he is. be the thing. Yeah, that's a shtick. I, don't get me wrong; they were funny though. Right. Well, and we are at the comedy at the comedy festival. There is one. Uh, there is a one-liner show. It's going to be all one-liners. I'll show you the. We'll talk about what's going on with that. I have the. Um, I have made. There it is. I have made the festival the back of the flyer, uh, and I'm, we're actually trying to get a really big headliner um, here, an amazing headliner, TBA. Uh, Jonathan is related to a guy named Andrew Moore, who um, is originally from The Whitest Kids You Know, and he just had a Comedy Central special called um, Getting High in Church or something like that. So he's like a real national headliner, and we're going to try, because he's related, we're going to try to get him. Get so, him. Here are the shows. Um, there's going to be 24 shows in five days uh, on Wednesday, 3, 2, from 6, 6 to 6.50. It's called Too Much Energy. It's going to be really high-energy comedians. Uh, from 7 to 8 is going to be the Clean Comedy Show, <laughs> all-clean show. From 8 to 9 will be the All-Ladies Showcase. From 9 to 9.50 will be a storytelling show called My Favorite Drug. Nice. And from 10 to 11, it's the Filthy Dirty Comedy Show. Uh, on Thursday, 3-3 from 6 to uh, 6.50 is crowd work only, no material. Uh, 7 to 8 is one-liner comedians. From 8 to uh, 8.30 is going to be Feather Daddy's Harpoon Construction, which is a show that's usually here. Anyways, they're just going to be doing it. Uh, he'll be booking it, Thomas Bridgman. From 9 to 9.50 is Sober Set versus Superstone. <laughs> so people are going to do a sober set, and then they're going to go outside behind the glass where we can all see them, and they're going to take enormous bong rips. Oh, wow. And then they're going to come in and do another set, and we're going to see what happens. I like that experiment. That's going to be fun. And then from 10 to 11 will be the Aristocrats show. So it'll be that joke that Aristocrats joke over and over oh, and over. <laughs> uh, on Friday, 3-4, we're starting from 6 to 6.50 with crazy cat people, all animal jokes. <laughs> Crazy cats, all animals, no, nothing but nothing but pets, uh, or lions, whatever. Seven to seven fifty is going to be full band backing, so we'll have a full band behind the comedians. That'll be a lot of fun. From eight to eight fifty is Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. I'll just be booking a show like I always do. From nine to nine fifty is an amazing headliner TBA, and then from ten to eleven will be Ship of Fools. So Todd Farnham will be booking that show. On Saturday three five, we're starting with who you voting for? Political jokes. Uh, from 7 to 7.50 is I Hate My Family Too. Uh, from 8 to 8.50 is going to be Hell Hat audience participation where the audience, when they come in, they all uh, we give them cards and they write whatever they want on the card. Anything at all. Anything from like 
do your set outside to talk in a funny accent, whatever. And the comedian's job is to seamlessly work in the cards into their material. Um, and then from 9 to 9.50 is your feelings don't matter, which is going to be, we're going to give the audience kazoos. And if they don't like the joke, they kazoo during oh, the I joke. I love that. It's almost like the Apollo. Yeah, exactly. And then from <laughs> 10 to 11, we have the underwear only sexy comedy. Uh, <laughs> I have to be there for on, that one. <laughs> hell yeah. On, from 6 to 6.50 um, on Sunday, 3.6 is going to be first, the roast of Jesus and religion. So it's going to be all. That's, all, your, sh- that's your thing, that's girl. My thing. From 7 to 7.50 is going to be karaoke song and comedy set. So we're going to have comedians sing, perform some karaoke. We'll put that on the wall behind them. And then they will uh, do a comedy set. And then the closing show, which is going to actually be from 8 to 10, is the best of the fest. So people who, it'll probably just be everyone who's in it from out of town. And then from, uh, well, still from four to six, there'll be Tim Pizza's open mic. I put that on there. Um, but every show is only $5, because most of them are only an hour, um, except for the headliner and the closing show, Best of the Fest, which are going to be $10, because we want to pay um, our amazing headliner. But people can get uh, festival passes the whole weekend, uh, the whole five days, all the shows for $75, or they can buy a... Uh, daily pass for 20 so i give you a, i give you a break uh but they That's are gonna pretty be five good bucks deal yeah and so they're gonna be 50 minute shows we'll get people in we'll get them out and uh it's it's gonna be a lot of fun so this is the big uh mutiny radio comedy festival sponsored by pbr i know right <laughs> pbr is sponsoring us pbr alta california botanicals Asiento down the street. I'm hoping Bender's as well. I forgot to talk to the brainwashed people last night. Uh, but that is going to be the festival. So that's what we're doing today Dope. on the AltaCast is w- listening to these um, submission tapes. Yeah. And thus far, there's only been one definite no. Here we go on the next <laughs> one. This is David Simmons. He is out of San Leandro. He says... I've never heard of this guy either. Been on TV stage, singer-songwriter, comedic songs recorded, full-time entertainer since 1988, taking advanced comedy course in SF, have perfect song for San Francisco called Allen Festival, unrecorded and ready to roll. How starting with the Golden Gate world suspension bridges start playing vibrations that are music. Ooh, that's kind of, <laughs> I have no idea what this guy is. Sounds uh, like some hippie talk to me. Sounds like some hippie talk. Hippie talk. Okay, this is David Simmons. Let's check him out. Here on the AltaCast. This is just a song. It says the padding song. We're just starting on our journey now. Give and swing her back, flashing with silver. Follow the wagons fly. Give, give and swing. Give, give and swing her back, flashing with silver. Follow the wagons fly. Give, give. the back of the canoe. So the back of the canoe now. You're paddling on this side with your paddling guitar. So you'll understand as we go along. It's a guitar that has a blade out here. Stands six foot two. Its blade is chromium blue. And it's a magic between that gold and egg and stuff. So when we get to the chorus of my song, which you're going to hear in a second after I give you a brief description of how it happened, you're going to be playing the guitar and paddling. You this is almost unbearable. On this side, you guys over here, on this side, you're the other side of the canoe. You're in the front. You're going to be paddling on this side, eh? I'll take the cake and my egg. You'll soon know why. Hear me honking up in the sky. The big, big bee while geese point at me. Paddle. 
metallic guitar stands six foot two. Canadian made his blade is chromium blue. Can you a story be told of a music and gold? Paddling story, ready? This is not comedy. Um, sorry. I think, wants, I think he wants a record deal. I tease the wrong... Dude, you are the wrong guy for us. Sorry, you oh, didn't yeah. get it, David Simmons. I'm going to put this 4-0. I've got all my little numbers, so I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Submission 887294-0. You are in the no pile. All right, moving on. Here we go on the AltaCast. This is William Lushbow. He is a local comedian. Uh, I know him very well. Let's see how funny his video is. You guys are listening to comedy here on the AltaCast. This is critical hit. This is it's a recent video. Star Club, which is like 20 blocks that way. Everyone give it up for William Lushbow. Yeah. Oh, man. How's it going, huh? sound a little depressed. Uh-oh, you're self-medicating with weed and alcohol. You should probably see a doctor. Yes, you should. I can tell. I can smell you. I can smell all of you. And you're about to take a shit right now, yeah? I smell everything you want to the restroom. Damn, you're about to use up a whole roll of toilet paper with your dookie ass. The word dookie is hella funny. Say it out loud. Come on, guys, on the count of three. One, two, three. Dookie! Damn, you're smiling already. You're so happy right now, you're down to have a child, even though it's not a good thing to do economically. You guys are all, you want more life in your life. Just uh, have sex responsibly, and you'll get it. Be good. She's laughing. She has a kid. It's all good, though. Mom's taking care of it. Grandma subs in sometimes when you gotta go to work. Shit. You gotta love Grandma, right? You hella love Grandma. But damn. Hell yeah, you fucked like a mama's boy. And I don't know what that means. Will someone please figure out. Someone... What do you mean, what the fuck? Are you mad at me? Good. Making friends, bonding. It's your move. Cause I was feeling kinda, I don't know, I was feeling weird coming here. Just how I am, I feel like I've kinda let down my culture. Yeah. Cause this is not my natural hair color, that's actually I was actually born with blonde tips, that's true. They were gel, also, yeah. That's the thing, man, I need to return to the bro that I actually am. Who's got some hairspray? Who's got a girlfriend I get drunkenly hit on? Bro me up, bro! Where are the tank tops at? You guys don't want to fucking help me. You don't give a fuck about my roots. Okay, I see. My bro roots. I don't know, man, I, got, I, I, I am half Hispanic. I lied. I'm a naughty boy. Uh, <laughs> but that's the thing, too. I don't speak Spanish, so no one cares. I have a cousin named JJ. 
He doesn't speak Spanish either, but everyone considers him more Mexican than me just because he wears a backwards hat. And I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think so far, Latoya? I like him. I don't like the audience. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I'm looking at the dude you're holding hands with, don't trip. Hold on that hand tighter, man. I want to see your guys' love. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. You look very uncomfortable. All right. Uh, I saw you sweat. It's all good. We could burn calories together. Fuck <laughs> comedy. You guys want to work out tonight? Is he riffing or is it? He must just be riffing. Right? I think he's riffing. This is how fucking fitness friendly the Bay Area is. Fuck entertainment. Let's do some push ups. You guys want to jog in place? Huh? Juice? You like, you hella like juice. You're fucking so thin. You just made me lose five pounds. What, are you coming back? He's like, tell me more. He considered all that compliments. That was an insult, bro. Eat some hot dogs, eat some weenies. Cause it sounds funny. On the count of three, let's say weenies. One, two, three. Are you gonna kick my ass? Cause judging by your weight, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> you have to pee. You're still talking to me. This dude's willing to piss his pants to get involved in this comedy show. That'd be crazy. That would be funny if he just pissed his pants standing right there. And you gotta clean it up, dude. You're close. You need to come in. I know you did some chores when you were younger. Nah, you're a little fucking, you're a little rebel. You're a rebel teen, you got that hoodie on inside. You're like, I'm about to, I'm about to cuss my mom out right now. All right, I've seen enough. You saw enough? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, he's, um, he's not like the Jeremy Arroyo guy where I'm like, yeah, he's automatically in. But I, he's, I mean, we'll see what other submissions yeah. we get. He didn't, he, didn't he, cut doesn't, the he doesn't get in the no pile, that's for sure. So that's good. You're, you're still alive, brother. You're still alive. You're still alive. You're still breathing. Ooh, Joy Lane, another girl. Here we go. She <laughs> is from Salt Lake City, Utah. Yay, Mormon jokes. Yeah, I was born and raised in Plainfield, New Jersey. I am the ninth of 14 children by Mrs. Alice M. Gilliam Lane and Mr. Joseph Lewis Young. All right. I completed high school at Lawrence High School in Lawrence, South Carolina, where I was the first female wrestler in the school's history. Oh, the team also went undefeated that year and was the 1990 state champions. Upon completing high school, I joined the United States Navy and served on board the USS Shenandoah A-44 during Operation Desert Storm. Is this for real? This is a bad bitch. Once I returned to the United States, I became focused on my local community. It is with that I became a correctional officer for South Carolina Cross Anchor Prison. That's also during, this girl's amazing. She's already got some jokes. All right, during this time <laughs> that my passion for learning became evident in five years, I went on to graduate from Tidewater Technical College with a diploma in dental assisting, Piedmont Technical College with an associates in general studies, and Piedmont Technical College with an associate of arts degree. Armstrong Atlantic State University with a bachelor's in arts in general studies and psychology minor. Currently, I'm enrolled in a master's degree program to obtain my master's in healthcare administration. I love children and utilize my spare time to administer DRA2 reading tests at local elementary schools. I've taught kindergarten and served as an educator within two of Jacksonville, Florida's secondary school. I'm a former member of the Islamic School Al-Furqan Academy Parent Teachers Association. In 2011, I was crowned Miss Plus America 
Jacksonville, Florida, and the Florida Cover Girl winner. After uh, I was after my it was after my crowning, I decided to take a stab at comedy. My first set was performed at Great Danes in Houston, Texas, and since then I've been off and running. Wow. Uh, she's too impressive. Well, let's see. She's my age, too, I think, because, um, she's my age because she graduated high school in 1990, so. All right, this is Joy Lane, you guys, here on the AltaCast on Mutiny Radio, brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, the best tink in the biz. If you haven't tried it, go to your local dispensary, ask for it by name. Oh, she's black. I'm the boss of this bitch. Um... (laughs) Sometimes it's good just to let people know. I'm the boss of this shit. Um, like you already. Every now and then. Um, what? <laughs> don't give her shit else to drink. <laughs> it's too early for you to be hollering out stuff. Don't, please don't become my victim. Stop. Okay? All right. Well, you, yeah, whatever it is you're doing back there, that plain shit. Keep doing that. Okay. Um, I bring together a couple of comedians um, a couple times a month. Um, we got some monsters in the house. Um, we have Emily J. Oh, she's the host. Okay. Um, I like her style. She's very much a lady, but she, she drives her point home. I love performing with her. We have Mr. Terrell. I want to say stuff about Terrell, but this is going to start a problem. Now I'm going to have to get his ass at the end because I'm the boss and I go last. So I will have the last word. Um, we have Mr. Stephen Jeffrey Watson in the house. I'm going to fast forward a little bit to get to her set. Get to your set, girl. Get into your set. Yeah, here we go. Play. The only tip they gave us was we going to sell your baby so you ain't got to take care of him. What? Oh, I'm lying? Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay? We're not giving Kirsten or Becky a tip. If you a Caucasian waiter or waitress, you fuck messing with me. <laughs> if y'all, if I, I'm, I'm just saying. I tip black folk. I mean, we know you got child support. You got 15 little Tyrones running around. You need it. Kristen and Karen, they got Mama, Big Mom, Peepaw, and Papa, and all them <laughs> folks. They gonna get together and take care of her. We're not doing that. 18. 
Tony, you're gonna take care of yourself. And and you might have two or three of them, but we not we not never coming to bail your ass out of jail. So I'll give you a tip because I know you're gonna need it in the future. I'm like the United Negro College Fund for black waitresses and waiters. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, take care of your waiters and waitresses if you want to. I ain't gonna do it, but whatever. <laughs> Chicken dollar because she looked Hispanic. She looked like her name was Esperanza Garcia Huevos Espa some shit. I gave her a whole hundred pennies. Y'all what? Y'all, I'm stingy with a dollar. A dollar is a can of tuna fish. It is, you bought a Walmart brand, that's a can of tuna fish. A dollar is a loaf of bread. A dollar is three packs of straight cheese. That's three days your kid can go to school with a snack. I'm stingy with my dollar. A dollar is panty liners. Yeah. I like her. Okay. A whole bag. Say it again. A case of that cheap ass top ramen noodles. Yeah. You can eat lunch all week long with a dollar. I'm not giving up a dollar. A dollar. Waitresses, but I'm not giving you shit. Anyway, I'm gonna bring up the first person to the well, not to the stage. She gonna perform on the floor because, like I said, she's a lady. She not like me. I'll spread it open and get my legs up here to get up here. She said she wasn't getting up here with her dress on, so she gonna do it from down here. So for those of you who are so now we know she can host too. Yes. All right, she's. She, like for her. me, she's a definite in yeah. thus far. I mean, the, I like the guy from Indiana and then her from Utah. That's it's super exciting when you see somebody um, that that wants to come. And she says she's willing to stay on a couch too. I've got a thing where it says, "Do you want to stay with a local comic on a couch?" And she and he adds, "Yes, I'm poor," or "No, I'm rich." Oh, nice. Yeah. So I like you, Joy Lane. Joy Lane, definitely. And All I like right. your name. And yeah, she's, I like your name, Joy Lane. And she um, has that like super urban sound, and and uh, I really I like it. I By like urban, the, I, I mean. I like black. the fuck you just said. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like she has that super urban sound. Super urban sound, baby. <laughs> All right, this is Jeffrey Plitt. Jeffrey, mm, Jeffrey. Plitt. Jeff Blitt, everyone! Jeff Blitt, here we go. Press Hi guys, I'm Jeff. Um, I take a look at me. I am not a very tall man, and I, I'm not incredibly successful with ladies either, but recently this happened to me. I was in a bar, and this girl walks right up to me, and she's like, oh my god, you're perfect. And I'm like, go on. She's like, Oh yeah, you're exactly what I've been looking for. And I'm like, go on. And she goes, you have to come with me right now and meet my boyfriend. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Go on. <laughs> She's like, he's really tall and muscular. He's kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you, on the other hand, are... Have you ever seen the movie Twins? <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, so I'm like, let me get this straight. Your boyfriend sent you out looking for a Danny DeVito friend for him? You realize how insulting that is? Why would I come with you to meet your boyfriend? So we go to meet the boyfriend. And uh, he takes one look at me and he's like, who's this? What, him? Oh no, babe, this guys he's not gonna work at all. He's way too tall. Best day of my life. <laughs> Um, <laughs> amazing day today, of course. Uh, historic um, gays can marry. Yeah. Uh, also, though, like heard a lot of hate, hatred from conservative Christians, especially, and it just uh, made me realize. I was, I was thinking about this recently. I don't understand how Catholics can keep a straight face when they discuss annulment. Like, I, 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 what's the conversation? It's like. What's that? You want to get divorced? Well, you can't do that. I mean, I mean, it's a binding contract, and divorce is highly immoral. Oh, what's that? You want an annulment? You do? Well, sure, we can rewrite history retroactively. After all, all Catholics have time machines, and that's totally different than divorce. <laughs> makes no sense to me. Um, I read recently that there's a, a studies show that uh, America's obese largely because of convenience food. And uh, I thought about that, and I, I, I think I might have a solution. What we need to do um, is make food a lot more inconvenient, you know? Like, like uh, yeah, I'd like a, a Whopper. Sure, we keep those on the roof. <laughs> Can I just get like a, like a milkshake? Uh, certainly, did you bring eight forms of picture ID and you're, did you do your 60 push-ups? <laughs> Look, can I just get fries? Is that hard? Of course not. You did bring a sample of your umbilical cord. Yes. <laughs> they should hire me, guys. Um, I love movies, and one of my favorite moments of any movie is a name scream. And uh, one of my favorite movies that does the name scream is Never Ending Story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great, great movie. It's like my favorite movie. Three classic name screams in that movie. It's like, Atreyu! And, and Artex! And then Falcor! Just amazing. But it occurred to me, they must have had to scream test those names. Because not every name is scream worthy, you know? Uh, you're not gonna have, like, Dick! <laughs> Gaylord! LaQuisha! Do you get the picture? So, yeah, I'll be scream-testing names out in the lobby after the show. Um, I admit that I like porn. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of that, but something that's weird to me is the obsession that we have with the size of the genitals. You know, I'm always watching porn, it's like, Huge cocks in tiny pussies. And I'm like, this makes it that 99% of the sex on this planet is normal sized parts in normal sized parts. That's how sex works. That's actually how it works. So when I'm watching a porn, it's like, do you want to see galactic cocks in microscopic pussies? That is awful sex, first of all. Well, who hears that and goes, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Just doesn't make any sense to me. A small portion of me 
thinks that I'll be the kind of dad that plays pranks on his kids for his own. Okay, here's what's bugging me about him. One, he's using his iPhone as uh, a list, so he's cheating. He has his iPhone on the thing, and he's been checking it and scrolling down, which I don't like. And his transitions are weird. Like, he doesn't have a flowing transition. Like, he just went from that big pussies and dicks to the best part about being a dad. But I don't hate him. I like his stage <laughs> presence. What do you think, Latoya? I get, I, 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 I don't like the iPhone thing. But he kind of reminds me of, like, old school, like, 80s comedian. Sure. Yeah, totally. Definitely. He's, def- he's not a definite no, but he's not. He's not dead. Yeah, he's not dead yet. There's dead smoke, yet. there's fire. Or a smoke machine. <laughs> or you might have cataracts. <laughs> so, highly specific advice for 70-year-olds, but might, might save your life one day. <laughs> See, he keeps looking down um, his phone. I smoke pot. I love Yay. smoking pot. And uh, I have this problem, though. My weed gets super dry. And I, I, I had an idea, so I went, I went and I Googled, and it turns out you can do this. You can wet a paper towel, put it in there, and for three days, your weed will be moist. It'll smell delicious. It'll smoke delicious. And then on the fourth day, if you do it like I did, it'll be full of mildew. (laughs) Yeah, imagine just delicious weed full of mold. I didn't know what to do, so I googled, can you smoke mildew? Can't exactly, but what they advise is that you grind it all up into a fine powder of cannabis and mildew, and then put that into a syringe, add butane, inject that through a a filter with molecule-sized holes in it, and then take what comes out into a spoon, go to the oven with a lighter. By the time I get this far, I'm realizing, I don't think I'm that kind of butthead. (laughs) If I were, I would just be a crackhead. So, uh, I'm gonna go in a sec, but... uh, Wanted to uh, to mention one more thing. Have you guys ever played the game Two Truths and a Lie? Uh huh. Yeah, it's a drinking game. Some of you played it. Uh, basically, the game works like this: you have to come up with three statements about yourself, and two of them are true, but one's a lie. We don't know I hear one. people in the background talking. So he's losing the audience. Playing this a lot recently. And usually, it's fun because you find out dirty secrets about people. But I played recently with another person who didn't really understand how to play. I played with this guy. He's like, oh, two truths and a lie. Okay. Uh, my wife's name is Mary Ann. My dog's a cocker poodle, and I drive a Toyota Prius. Which one's a lie? Now, if your life is so boring that your lies are boring, to the point where I don't even want to guess, I should be like a shutout. You instantly lose the game. I played with the opposite guy as well recently. This guy was like, two truths and a lie. Listen up. I've been in 10 orgies, I've killed a man, and I've never ever paid my taxes. I'm like, well, how's this guy still alive? I'm like afraid to guess with this guy. I have a different tactic myself, and if you ever play this game, feel free to steal it. My tactic is, uh, when it's my turn, these are my three things. I have a big dick, I have a big dick, and I have a very small dick. Which one's a lie? (laughs) I'm Jeff, guys, good night. Yay! Well, what do you think? I don't, don't put him in the dead pile just yet. Yeah, and, uh... Um, I, I wouldn't say, yeah, he's a plus, but... I, 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 I would consider it. Consider. Yeah, so this is, next one is Darren Grendon from Artesia, California. 
and he says Darren J. Grendon, or Dern, is made mostly of water. He's also the creator of Mega Art Wars. If you come in contact with Dern in the wild, you can calm him and draw his attention with the traditional call of Hey Yo Dern. Be warned that he may still be hostile to you if you are a hobo or a clown. Oddly, hobo clowns are not threatening to him. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, hobo. Here we go. This is uh, UCCC round eight, week two winner, Darren Grendon. So he won a contest. You guys are listening to the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio.fm, brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, best tink in the biz. We are looking at submission oh tapes. Gosh, guys, today was a good day for me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm a dad. I got a two-year-old son. His name is Montgomery Ironwheel Gendron. Uh, yeah, uh, today he looked at pictures of Ant-Man, Batman, and Iron Man, and he named all three of them. Got them right. Yeah. Mommy. Mommy is the one he's having trouble with right now. Yeah. Uh, true fact about my house, he's calling her not daddy right now. Yeah. Uh, he even called Scarlet Witch by right name. At that point, he's just being hurtful, right? Like, oh, gosh. Uh, he does an impersonation of the Hulk, uh, which proves me not all there. Uh, his impersonation is to walk into the room with a silica packet between his teeth, tear it open like a grenade, throw the pellets over the floor, look me in the eye and go, Hulk. Oh, not a smart kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example. Like, I was making a BLT. I was getting oh, so excited for this. I had, no, no, trust me on this, the ingredients, man. Like, it was some thick-cut bacon, fresh lettuce, and then the tomato. Oh, the tea. Uh, that, that, that was the P.S. that was his Uh It was the first tomato of the season. Like, home garden tomato. You guys know what I'm talking about here? It was this dark red masterpiece. I put all these He looks like a comedian. Money. He I acts like a comedian. But he's not getting enough laughs. grabs the tomato off the counter. I'm waiting for the punchline. And then he his fingers into the tomato. And then he takes his hands and starts rubbing the tomato guts over his cheeks. And over his forehead. And then he looks me in the eye. And he goes, orange. <laughs> Two things here, kid. First off, you know what an orange is. That was not an orange. Second off, if it was an orange, what was he doing to the orange? A little tiny psychopath. I'm very afraid. Oh, gosh. Uh, I want to tell you two things about my best friend. Uh, my best friend lives in Colombia and loves peanut butter. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are hip to your Colombian stereotypes, but loving peanut butter is not actually on the top list there. No. Uh, so he came and he visited me in Los Angeles, and one of the things that we did is we actually bought these four-pound jars of peanut butter for him to take back. Uh, that was a souvenir. We bought two jars, uh, one smooth, one crunchy. Uh, so we're talking like eight pounds of peanut butter, um, three and a half kilos Colombian. Um, and uh, that's a lot of peanut butter. So like that's too much to put in the checked luggage because you have to pay it back. Yeah, I'm bored too. I don't want to. So we're like, okay, we'll put it. In I don't know. Room. He's not so TSA, bad though that I would know pilot yet though, but kinda. And the TSA guy actually pulls the peanut butter out. Says no, no, you can't take peanut butter on a plane anymore. Like wait, did, did we miss a peanut butter bomb? Bored. <laughs> okay, sorry, dude. Um, oof. I still want to see the first one. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, uh, uh, I will. I will show you. <laughs> Sorry, a, audience. A little bit. It's I, all good. I, not that one. I feel like Davis. being tortured a little bit more. Yeah, if this is. If this is. It is. The, the word sophomoric definitely describes this video. Oh boy. I think the bad ones can be the funniest ones. This That's is. I. T- 
good good luck, Latoya. This is this is Tony Sparks is hosting. Love Tony Sparks. has like you know and as part of them it's um i'm jewish and, um, yeah. oh my god to all the jews yeah <laughs> yeah oh great 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 um she but says um also, too much she's totally uh, all over the place with her body her, her hands you know, she looks like she's just not everyone deserves to see all of this but like without me doing porn I don't know why her friends are left. So um, I'm single, and uh, I live in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Okay, I mean, do we? Can we stop? Thanks. I, I, she's no. Oh, it was at Milk Bar. I see. You know what? She's the girl that you usually don't like, you know, with the ukulele that we talked about before. Right. That's your girl. The ukulele girl. Yeah. Well, mm, you ain't my girl. All right, here, we keep going. <laughs> this is Tommy Kovac. He is out of uh, Redwood City. I've been doing stand-up for nine years. Earlier this year, I suffered a near-fatal car accident that almost took my life. And since then, I've realized comedy is my gift and my calling that God gave me. And I'm going to make my dream happen. All right. Hey. Well, Tommy Kovac. Let's see what's up, man. Don't start believing. <laughs> this is the Lariat Belmont Comedy Night. It's in the corner at a bar. So. Yeah, so uh, my name is Tommy Kovac, and it's great to be here in my little domain. I like to call the Lariat. Yeah, um, Tommy is the name I was born with, but when I was growing up, my nickname was TJ, which uh, stands for Tommy Jr. And about nine years ago, I told people to stop calling me TJ and start calling me Tommy, because I was always tired of people always accidentally calling me um, BJ, CJ, DJ, PJ. <laughs> So I like to be called Tommy. I especially hate being called BJ because up until then I've never had one. <laughs> now, a lot of people tell me people talking that comedy is sexist. And I'm the first one to tell you, it is. But there, there's a lot of words you can call a woman that I do not agree with. And I have compiled those words for you right now. These are the words you will not hear me refer to a woman as. You will not hear me refer to a woman as a cunt, a whore, a slut, a tart, a tramp, a Jezebel, a strumpet, a skirt, a chick, and you most definitely won't hear me refer to a woman as an angel. Because they are far from it. They trained in that halo a long time ago. By right now it's probably a cock ring, but I digress. So, I just got back from uh, Japan. Really great country, really beautiful country. It's got everything there. Okay, so this is why I don't like the submission tape. He chose this as his submission tape. You can't see him, it's all over the place. It's, it's not on a real stage, it's at a bar. You totally hear people talking in the background and not paying attention. Why would he choose this? This is what he 
is sending to represent himself. I mean, you would make a good agent. I, yeah, this, it's just like because you're right, you can't see him. You can't see him. He, all I can see is he looks a little shiny. His, his, I mean, his his writing isn't that great. His stage presence isn't that great. He keeps rocking. Yeah, he's making rocking me nauseous. Back and forth. It's making me nauseous. You know, I've always strived for that impossible dream. No pile. He's going in the no pile. I mean, just on the video alone. It's making me nauseous. Absolutely. And I'm hungry. I'm hungry, too. Eight, eight, <laughs> seven. Okay, he's in the no folder. Sorry, so, man. Sorry. Next time, brother. Next time, brother. Um, oh, and I'll show here you that we cockroach. go. He is from Italy. This is our first international submission. Nice. Italy, man. I want to bring Italy back to San Francisco. Bringing the Italians to I the game. I miss Filippo Esfico. Filippo Esfico! Oh, those pants. I've, we've switched those pants on stage before. You have? Yeah, because they fit me. They look better on him, though. Thank you. I'm a traveling comedian. Uh, I get hit by cars on the way to open mics. And, um, <laughs> I'm a mixed race, of course. Uh, I'm Italian and honest. <laughs> and, um, that's it, man. That's all it is. That's terrible. I've got four days left, and then I'm officially becoming an illegal immigrant. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I don't know. I'm very scared of going back to Europe. Uh, I got two choices, two options. I got a guy in a French satirical newspaper, or with a bunch of depressed German co-pilots. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was in. Uh, I was in Los Angeles. You guys hate Los Angeles? Um, it was a friend of mine. A friend of mine uh, gave me this thing. It's called marijuana. You guys know about it? It's a new thing. So I had this thing of marijuana. Then, ten hours later, I found myself getting off a bus in San Francisco wearing these pants. <laughs> Now, I don't know what this marijuana thing does, but surely it kind of releases some kind of innermost desires. My father thinks I'm gay. Well, his boyfriend loves my pants. <laughs> Los Angeles, city of dogs. Restaurants for dogs, hairdressers for dogs, shopping malls for dogs. Not one dog shopping! <laughs> All of these humans doing the buying for the dogs. People working like dogs, for dogs. San Francisco. San Francisco, let me tell you San Francisco, which is uh, something between China and Facebook, and a lot of cafes with a lot of shakes, a lot of shakes, <laughs> espresso, vanilla, the Mark Zuckerberg and horse, different kinds of shakes, I don't know if you ever heard of the Mark Zuckerberg, the horse, horse, horse meat is delicious. I had the shake. It was a combination between the Mark Zuckerberg and the horse. It was the tenderness of the horse meat and the thickness of the Mark Zuckerberg. 
All kinds of Mark Zuckerberg. They got, they got shred Mark Zuckerberg, evaporated Mark Zuckerberg, vegan Mark Zuckerberg, made with real bits of Google interns. <laughs> support. Support vegan. Support vegan. I don't know. Also, like, to, be, to make things clear, I actually I come from a special place, uh, the, the womb. Um, this, this place uh, where I had the free food, free booze, free cigarettes. Um, all of that coming in straight from one little court straight to my stomach. Delicious. <laughs> what a great time. What a great time in the womb. Nine months. Can't remember anything about it. Got out of the womb, pissed on the nurse, puked on the nurse. <laughs> woke, fell asleep, woke up with a hangover. Terrible. Terrible times. So guys, I have a terrible times forever. Um, I started a Kickstarter for a wife. She just needs to be American. Uh, I got the video, I got everything, you're gonna be on the, the credits. So please, I'm gonna be outside with the bucket, I'm gonna collect some money. So help me stay in this country, man. Just help me out, all right? Just help me out, thank you. So that was at the Velveeta Room in Texas. He lives in Italy now. And I like... Oh, now he lives in Berlin. Holy fuck. <laughs> Filippo Esfico, East Stuhlmacher Italianer, après avoir complété son baccalauréat d'anthropologie à l'Université Collège London, il s'est occupé de diverses formes d'art notamment le cinéma et la littérature. Funny enough, I know actually what this means. Um, after completing his, his BA in anthropology from the university in London, he um, does many different forms of art, notably cinema and literature. And then he changes languages again. Oh, God, but I do speak uh, French. <coughs> so he goes from French to Italian? Yeah, he is now a part-time gigolo washing his Catholic soul by performing <laughs> cosmological comedy in an accent. There you go. Uh, I feel like I should, make a, I should make a yes pile because I definitely... You have a special place for him. I have a special place for him, absolutely. You've worn his pants. And, yes, I've worn his pants. Well, I just want to bring him back, you know, back to the States for um, another thing. Uh, and since we're getting PBR as a sponsor, I'm hoping to have one really, really funny comedian from a shitty place and, and pay for their plane ticket over here, so. You could you know, be the lucky one. You could be the lucky one, but like that, that girl from Utah, she might be one of them, or the guy from Indiana or something like that. This is Nick Alexander. He is from out of town, Charlotte, North Carolina. Hailing from Charlotte, North Carolina, Nick Alexander covers a wide range of subjects from comic books and race to growing up in the 90s and being from the South. Nick has showcased his witty, playful, and well-crafted jokes at comedy clubs, theaters, and bars throughout a significant part of the country, depending on what your definition of significant. <laughs> Nick has worked with Bobcat Goldthwaite, Andy Sanford, Joe Zimmerman, and Chris Delia. He's a sketch comedy writer, stand-up sh comedy show producer, and has strong opinions on every John Mayer album. All right. <laughs> this is Nick Alexander out of Charlotte, North Carolina. This is cool, right? Yeah. We're getting all these weird, cool, like, things from far away. This is the AltaCast brought to you by Alta California Botanicals. I'm Pam Benjamin, joined by LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth. Hello. And we are going through the submissions for the 2016 
Mutiny Radio Here Comedy Festival. Together for Nick Alexander. And this is Nick Alexander. Hey, what's up, guys? I like his energy. Gonna tell some jokes. All right. So they say when you fall for someone that all the love songs start to make sense. But when you fall for a skank, all the rap songs start to make sense. <laughs> Great laughs out the door. <laughs> and when you start to hate that skank, all the episodes of Law and Order start to make sense. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> One of my favorite rap lyrics, I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. How strict do you think Snoop was about making his bitches leave at six in the morning? <laughs> like, did he set an alarm clock for 5.50 a.m. and be like, you hoes can hit snooze once. <laughs> and get up out my hizzy. I always thought 6 a.m. was a weird time. Like, well, I've been to some parties in my day, some till 2, 3, 4, 5 in the morning. 6 o'clock, everyone's asleep. Like a Snoop running through the house, splashing people awake with gin and juice. And <laughs> I like to think Snoop has a Cinderella situation going on where he changes. He's rushing everyone out at 6. 6.01 hits, and he's like, no. I'm Bill O'Reilly now! <laughs> Better not be any Mexicans at this party. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Have you ever seen Snoop and Bill in the same room at the same time? <laughs> Habits. Uh, so I'm a 90s kid, which uh, means I don't have a job. This is at Laughing Skull, too, so we already know that he's been accepted to a big festival. So this is oh, good. Wow. Like, I always feel like I'll never be half of what my father was, since you can't divide by zero. That's a joke about arithmetic and abandonment issues. I had a lot of trouble with both growing up. Thank you for your groans. They're comforting. <laughs> we all know Superman, right? We all know Superman's weakness is kryptonite, right? I hope. God damn it, someone. All right, there we go. <laughs> uh, so in 2003, the comic book writers of Superman <laughs> decided they would introduce pink kryptonite, which when put near Superman, would turn him gay. That's 100% true, kind of offensive, but hilarious. <laughs> like, just imagine, oh, I'm super duper. <laughs> His new secret weakness would be like Grey's Anatomy marathons. <laughs> chocolate cravings and shit. <laughs> His new arch nemesis would be the Republican Party. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. A lot of gay stereotypes in that joke. If, uh, if black kryptonite turned Superman black, I would get in way more trouble for that joke. <laughs> but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Just imagine I'm super 
dope. <laughs> His new weakness would be white bitches. <laughs> His new arch nemesis. Also the Republican Party. <laughs> Good callback. Yes. This guy's in. He's a definite yes. Yeah. That's, a, that's a cracker doing a joke about race. That's what happened. I feel, I feel confident. I feel comfortable talking about race. I have 0% hate in my heart. But uh, anytime you bring out race, it doesn't matter if we're at a comedy show, work, wherever. Uh, people will get tense, you know, like uh, especially in this last joke. <laughs> I, think if, uh, I think if black music would have skipped spirituals and went straight to hardcore gangster rap, slavery would have been over like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Because the spirituals were sad and soulful, like R&B. Nobody's scared of boys to men in their cashmere sweaters and shit. <laughs> but if a slave owner rolled up on MC Ren, Ice Cube, and Easy Motherfucking E, he would have been like. <laughs> that would have been the end of slavery, one NWA song. <laughs> then there would have been this bloody civil war between the North and South would have been between the East and the West. Yeah. <laughs> they shot Biggie. We march on Gettysburg tonight. <laughs> That's funny. Gettysburg is where Abraham Lincoln yes. dropped the Gettysburg Address. Dress. That shit was fire. <laughs> Four score, seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation. Conceived in liberty and dedicated to propositional that all men are created isle, except for that bitch ass West Coast, Brooklyn. <laughs> That's why Abraham Lincoln got shot. He was disrespecting Pac. <laughs> right. Nick Alexander, thank you guys. Yay! I think I want to make a yes pile. Uh, I'll I'll do I'll do uh, out I'll call it out of town. The yes. out of town pile. The out of town yes pile because the thing is that it's going to be pretty easy to deal with. I mean, people in town. Locals. I believe locals. Because we can just take tell tell them to go home. Well, yeah. Uh, you live in that, this ooh, town. Ooh, a black guy is next. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, that, that's exciting. Another urban. It's our first. It's our first black guy. Really? Uh, Damn. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to put Filippo Esfico in the out-of-town yes file. And I'm going to take uh, Nick Alexander. That was Kerry Gibson. What is that? That's the new guy. Um, why am I missing? Which the guy this is? Oh, Joff Pitt. No. He was, a, he was an out-of-town that was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Why am I having trouble finding this? Well, let's watch Kerry Gibson. Uh, this is him performing at the Backdoor Comedy Club in Dallas, Texas. Texas. There we go with Texas. Kerry Gibson. Comedian KG. Make some my boy KG. Tall, tall. Man, anybody go window shopping? About round of applause in the window shopping? Yeah. Oh, man, I hate window shopping, man. My girlfriend, I always want to go window shopping. I'm like, why we going window shopping when we ain't got no money? And we ain't going to have no money. Like, I don't see no money coming my way no time soon. 
But white people, y'all got the right idea when it comes to window shopping because y'all window shop, y'all go in and y'all think about buying something. But me, I window shop, I go in, I'm thinking about stealing. Pretty standard, yeah. And, and I'm entitled my sister calling me complaining that she's stressed out because she be taking it overboard. She gonna call me talking about, oh my God, my bill just fell the sky high. I just feel like killing myself. And then I hear my mom in the background like, I don't give a damn what you do. Let's better come get these kids. <laughs> I ain't these kids. <laughs> you plan on going to hell, you better take them with you. Right. <laughs> And man, I'm getting tired of people on us. <laughs> and I'm getting tired of people judging me, thinking I'm from New Orleans, just because my hair and happy and my lips dark. So, I know my lips dark. My lips are done, they got their own color. Gucci man. <laughs> and man, uh, one more thing before I get out of here, man. Uh, I messed up and had my mom on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Now every time I post something on Facebook, she got to treat me like I'm five years old and come in on my page. She's like, ooh, my baby doing so good. You go, baby. That's my boo-boo. You go, you handsome man. All on Facebook, man. She got heart stars and emojis all on my page. Man, I keep trying to tell her, I'm a grown-ass thug. I'm just trying to kill everybody on Facebook, too. That's with me, I'm a gangster. <laughs> But she always think I'm on Facebook doing something positive with my life. I ain't doing nothing with my life, man. <laughs> I'm broke as hell. I be spending my gas money on weed. <laughs> ugly as hell. But I smell good, shoot. Don't play me. Why the ugly dudes always smell good, though? <laughs> you want to tell ugly dudes that don't smell good, that dude the African. Yeah, I said Y'all ain't got a way. I, I know that's funny. Y'all ain't got a way. Y'all know. <laughs> y'all know some of them after me that they all smell. Because I bumped into the African club last week and messed my whole outfit up, man. <laughs> and I walked around in the club the rest of the night. I was fine, girls giving me the same face. They like, mm, 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 mm. You must be from Kenya. <laughs> like, how you mean? Girl, I was gonna fool you. <laughs> but she ain't gonna lie. She had me mad at a group of black people watching this interview trial. Yeah, that's my time for me to take it. Yeah. What do you think, Latoya? I don't like too many of the stereotypes. Yeah, he didn't really, he didn't super wow me. I gotta, I gotta tell you. He could have used the stereotypes and flipped it. Right. You, you know, if you're gonna do that, fl- flip it. Yeah, don't 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 feed into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, I can't seem to find that one that I wanted that I liked, and I was trying to say a definite it, yes on. This one right here. It was. <laughs> I, I'm having trouble with the numbers, uh, but I really liked that. I really liked that one guy. And um, now this is Filippo Asfico. Oh, I hope I didn't. I didn't delete it, did I? That would have been a mistake. I really liked that that guy who was um, Mark Alexander. That was the one that I liked, was Mark Alexander. I'll need to remember that and find him. All right, you guys are listening to the AltaCast here on mutinyradio.fm. That was someone from Texas. I didn't, he didn't, he didn't really wow me. 
Uh, let's keep on. Oh, this was the guy I liked. Nick Alexander. He's the one with the 333 at the end of it. Let's put that in the yes pile. Yes. Um, are you, how do you feel th thus far about this, Latoya? Does this make you feel better about your comedy? Does this make you feel like... Yes. About, I mean, because all these people applied to the festival, so they... Oh, here we go. Clay Newman. Oh. We, we barely even need to watch this, but we will. We, we know who that person is. This is Clay Newman at the Punchline um, earlier this year, and we love Clay. He... Very cool show in the hate. Melt part of Comedy Jam was comics play with a really cool backing band. Oh, Never said anything like it. Super cool. Give it up for hilarious Mr. Clay Newman. <laughs> Yay, Clay Newman. Awesome. Yay. The best Halloween oh. costume. Yeah, no shit. Sure. It's good to see you all here. Uh, hmm? If you haven't seen me recently, I have some exciting news, team. I have a new girlfriend, and this dude is in love. All right, Woo! it is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys don't believe me or don't care. Uh, <laughs> But what the fuck? You see this face? That should be an exciting thing. Now, I have a mirror. I know what I gotta contend with. I know Napoleon Dynamite's Jewish cousin isn't, like, ideal. There's, there's usually women that applaud that, like, at least, like... And then I'm not saying, like, I'm not trying to drag a compliment out of you. Like, women just applaud when I say I have a girlfriend, which is their way of telling me, like, Oh, yeah, he's not gonna talk to us after the show. <laughs> We're safe from that one at least. It's too much hair. It's too much. A person doesn't need a beard and a jufro. It doesn't need to happen. It is for you ladies, though. And you're right to be hesitant. But again, we cover this. I know it doesn't look good. I own a mirror, but it is for you ladies. Because it's only right that you ladies are mentally prepared for the rest of my body. For you. So it doesn't get better. Um, I wish it does. It's just like Curly Brown all the way down. But with little patches missing, just like my face. Uh, you get me naked, I just like a, I look like a really stressed out orangutan. It's <laughs> the look that I have. Orangutan needs to chill. I love the city. San Francisco is an amazing place. Yeah. Uh, I've experienced all of life in San Francisco. I've fallen in love. I've made new friends. I've had my last forty dollars stolen at knife point. Like the whole spectrum. <laughs> Things like right fucking there. Like in one of the nice parts. Right there on Market Street. Like three in the afternoon, surrounded by people, and I didn't get one little hey look out for the crackhead with the knife. Like not one. <laughs> The only response people had was they pulled out their phones and they're like, oh my god, this guy's getting mugged right now. Hashtag crazy. They didn't even tag me. That's the worst part, I think. Um, so I can't use those favorites in this time of need. Um, I was very upset, and I decided I just wasn't going to be a victim again. And so I went home, and I found the most badass thing I could find, which was a hammer. And I took the hammer, like, all right, cool. Put the hammer in my man purse, and then I'm safe now. <laughs> Self-defense 101 right there. I only had one occasion for the hammer. Uh, I was walking home rather late at night, and these three bros started following me. Um, if you don't know what I mean when I say bro, just think like 
giant truck and tiny penis, like if that makes sense. Like the big one asks if we could have a cigarette, and I respond politely enough with, "Sorry, dude, my last one. Can't give you a cigarette." He came back slightly less politely with, "Fuck you, faggot. Give me a cigarette." Right? It's a little abhorred, uh, and it upset me not because. He thought I was gay. That honestly would never, if any of you here think I'm gay, uh, I'm not trying to have sex with you, and it doesn't affect my life. It really doesn't. Like, I'm gonna go so far as to say no more than five women I slept with thought I was gay. <laughs> I got a nine, that's not terrible. Almost batting 500 there. But the whole reason that I do live in San Francisco, and I put up with the hills, and the fog, and the, honest to Christ, the worst driving I've seen in my entire life. Like, the whole reason we all live here is to not have to hear ignorant-minded bullshit from some aggressive bro that actually means it. Uh, secondly, I actually had an empty pack of cigarettes. Like, I wasn't lying to be cheap, patty-ass nicely. I couldn't have given him one. Uh, thirdly, we're in the fucking Sunset District, okay? Like, it's all Chinese families and old Jews. There's no need to pick a fight in the Sunset District. So I did what I guess was kind of dumb, and I took the empty pack, and I said, sorry for lying, bro. Threw it at me. <laughs> yeah, it's a girly throw, whatever. Okay, cigarettes aren't round. You gotta kind of flick them. Um, then I ran, because uh, they were chasing me. And I'll never forget running down the street and they're yelling at me the whole time. Where are you running? How come you running? What's your name anyways, faggot? And then I remembered that I had the hammer. <laughs> so when I heard what's your name, faggot, I pulled the hammer out and I hit a nearby stop sign. And I said, my name is Spartacus. They did not want to fuck with Spartacus, you guys. That felt good. I never felt badass before, like texting ex-girlfriends. Who's incapable of manliness now? But eventually it faded because they hit me. Spartacus? I could have said literally anything in that situation. My name is Payne. Would have been fine. <laughs> Hit the stop sign. My name? Ha! Hammer time! Would have been legendary! Legendary! <laughs> I could have got old boy on the off chance he got the reference yeah, even. Like, Spartacus is the gayest thing I could have said in that situation. Spart Never mind the fact that Spartacus is from a culture renowned for fucking other men in the ass. <laughs> Spartacus is all S's! Spartacus! Spartacus! <laughs> My only hope, the only good thing that could have come out of that is that maybe there's a rumor growing in the bro community. <laughs> Beware the streets of the sunset, bro. <laughs> Their room's a vigilante. Leaping shirtless rooftop to rooftop like an even gayer Thor. <laughs> Wielding his mighty hammer, hammer on one end, sparkly black dildo on the other. <laughs> they say on foggy nights, you can hear his cry. I am Spartacus! <laughs> Thank you guys so much, I'm playing with it.
Yay! Clay's great. We love Clay. Yay. Well, we knew that that was going to be a good one. Yeah. Because he's, I mean, and I told everybody, like, <clears throat> a lot of people have said, like, do I, do I really have to submit, Pam? And I'm like, yeah. Yes. Everybody, you if, you wanna, if you want to uh, do it, you got to do it. Um, but... Uh, the way that's going to work is there's going to be 20, I'm choosing 24 comedians from out of town and 17 in-town comedians. So yes. they'll be, the in-town comedians will only be on one show because they'll be the hosts, the host of that show. And the out-of-town comedians will get at least three shows in five days. That's so nice. that's kind of Make the, their trip worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. So they'll have, like, they'll basically get three 10-minute sets. Uh, guaranteed. That's only that, fair. It's, yeah, because they're coming all the way. But um, I am giving you know people sofas if they want to sleep on them, which is exciting. I keep clicking on the same one, Clay Newman, number 18 there. Here we go. This is the next one. Let's see about Mike Carroza. This guy's from Canada. Um... He says, he's a funny guy, Mike Carroza is a Montreal comedian slowly climbing up the ranks in Canadian comedy. Having appeared in Sirius XM's Next Top Comic Competition, Just for Laughs, Zoo Fest series, and Fringe Festivals, Mike is eager to return to the grand land of America. After performing in Seattle 2015, Mike fell in love with American crowds and would very much like to bring his silly magnetic energy out to the West once more. Uh, this guy was in the Hilarious Comedy Festival with, with me and he made me laugh like he was one of my favorite people the whole time just because he's so silly i hope he does the joke um with the the glasses oh my god how the hell am i supposed to follow that that makes no sense that makes no you know what i'm just gonna scrap the whole act let's talk about what you want to talk about you what would you like to talk about what murder weird why would you bring up murder at a comedy show I don't even have jokes about murder. That's such a weird topic. Well, let's see what I can come up with, I guess. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian. I get to say that because I've been performing as a stand-up for a couple of years, and I've met a bunch of comedians, well, people who call themselves comedians without ever having written a joke or been on stage before, and I realized you can't do that with any real job. You can't do that with, like, a, an engineer, and I'm getting to the murder stuff. You can't do that <laughs> for being, like, a murderer. Could you imagine being at a party and speaking to somebody, and it's like, oh, hey, what do you do? And he'd be like, oh, I'm a murderer, and he'd be like, oh, I'm going to call the cops. No, 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 not yet, not yet. No, no, I'm still trying to, like, find myself, you know, like... Just getting to know what am I like? Do I, am I one of those like mask murderers? Do I like wear a mask? I don't know, I don't know. I got this thing about blood, like if I see it, I faint, so I know it can't be like a stabby, stabby murder, murder. Like it's, do I have to use poison? I gotta be like a biological murderer? Ah, these are the questions I have to answer, you know? Oh, I feel really inspired. Maybe you should call the cops, yeah. <laughs> what was that? No, 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 I'm just an amateur. I'm unprepared, yeah. But I'll see you soon. Ah, <laughs> <I'll see you laughs> <later>. Okay. <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah. I like it. Oh, people coming in. That's nice. Come take a seat. Hello. Do you guys smoke weed? Is that why you were late? <laughs> cool. Let's talk about that. I don't smoke weed, but I am, I am definitely, I'm on your side. I think we should legalize it. I think it'd be great if we legalized it because, yeah, applaud for that, I guess. Good. If we legalize it, then we're going to have to advertise for it, and that's going to be beautiful. Can you just imagine you're listening to SiriusXM, wink judges, and you hear a commercial, and it's just like, we'll be right back for a message from our sponsors, and you just hear a... Hey, it's Paul. 
you should come on down to Paul's Pot Shop, yeah. <laughs> Got everything for, uh, for your dreams. <laughs> come on down, we're at the corner of... Uh, just Google it. <laughs> I like doing that, that, that bit because that, you know that that had to be the best take if it made it to air. Like there are definitely like a bunch of recordings of Paul just trying to order food. Yeah, I'd like a Big Mac pizza. What do you mean? The ingredients are in the song. Two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed pizza. What do you mean it doesn't make sense, mom? Why is he talking to his mom? That's real dumb. <laughs> commentary on my shit. Here we go. I'm going to do a quick impression for you guys. Uh, it, this is an animal rights activist who also happens to be a magician, uh, and he's trying to merge both worlds. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Notice that there's nothing in my hat. Nothing in my hat, but watch as I pull something out of the hat. <laughs> there's no rabbits in my hat for rabbits from Interim Free! <laughs> I asked Ben about that bit earlier, and he said, sure, visual jokes work great on the radio. <laughs> so I took his advice. Let's talk about dicks, right? Right? Natural transition. Natural transition. I do have a bit of an announcement for people, men with penises or people who have penises and I identify as penis havers. Is that how it goes? I read on a credible source on the internet, Twitter, that... <laughs> If you do not use your dick sexually, whether it's masturbatory with a partner, your decision. Actually, that second part requires two decisions. <laughs> Buddy. I know your whole attitude says, I don't play by the rules, but it's a pretty big one. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, you don't look like a rapist. It's fine, it's, it's cool. <laughs> Which is part of the problem, nobody, anyway, I'm, I don't know why I'm doing this PSA. Anyway. Thing is, if you don't use your dick sexually, your body's still gonna send blood flow down there and give you a random erection. It's for maintenance, you know? How like, sometimes a printer will print out a test page and clean out its filters when it's been a while. You know, so whenever I get a random erection, that's the only time I think about my dick like it's my mom. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Look, I feel like we've established some trust here, okay? They've, they've selected me for this competition. I think I know a little something, okay? We're gonna try that again. I'm gonna set it up. Then I'm gonna hold the microphone out at you. You're all gonna say why, and I'm gonna hit this punchline. You ready? Here we go. Whenever I get a random erection, that's the only time I think about my dick like it's my mom. Because whenever it happens, it's like, when are you gonna bring a nice girl home? <laughs> I'm trying, mom, penis guy. <laughs> Leave me alone, I'm with my friends. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you guys. I'm Mike Carrozza. Yay! Mike Carrozza from Canada. Uh, he's a definite yes for me because I got to work with him in Seattle, and he is so funny uh, in real life and just as a person. He was like kind of like the mascot of the whole week. Nice. He was really great. Here we go. You guys are listening to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I am joined by the Sheriff of Truth, LaToya Wynn. And we are going through the submissions for the 2016 Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Uh, so thus far, we only have two distinct no's, uh, but a bunch of yeses. Here's another one, a local guy. This is Sid Singh. Do you know this guy? I do not. He uh, joined us from, I guess he was in New York for a little bit, and now he goes to UC Hastings. So he's getting a law degree, and this is his application. 
I haven't, I, I haven't booked him yet for Ladies a podcast. Thanks a lot of noise for Mr. Sensing. Guys, how do you know that I am a human being? Uh, what a great palette. Guys, I'm so happy to be here. Give it up for yourselves, man. This is awesome. I, I just, I moved to California. This is my first time back, and New York is just better because my parents are not in New York. That is the main reason. Uh, I've been hanging out with my dad a lot because I'm real cool. And uh, he sat me down recently and we had this real conversation where he goes, uh, listen, I want you to know I would sell my house if it helped you quit comedy and go to law school. Yeah. Because you might be 31, but you're still my son, damn it. <laughs> And that's, that's when I realized, like, my father is an amazing father, but he's a terrible dad, you know? Because that's a great sacrifice to make, no matter how old I am. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm 26, you guys. So, he wasn't even close. Like, I give him props for being brave enough to try, but try harder, right? Just a little... I'm just saying, if you want to remember how old I am, all you have to do is remember you were there when it happened. That's it. I don't know. He, he, he is the type of guy, though. He would always, like, try to say the right thing. He would just never really tailor it for me, if that makes sense. Like, him and my mom would fight a lot when I was younger, and then he'd come up to me afterwards like, don't worry. No matter how much we fight, we'll never get a divorce. We would never do that to you. Yeah. But here's the thing, even as a child, I knew if your parents get a divorce, that is not your fault. But if your parents stay in a terrible marriage for you, that is your fault. That is 100% on you. Kind of a long setup, but pays off. I'm just saying, who deserves therapy more? The kid with two birthday parties every year? Or the kid with one really stressful birthday party? I'm just saying, the kid who has to make like a really important decision before he blows out his candles, he should get to talk to someone, that's all. <laughs> Sometimes the jokes get sad. All right. Uh... He's getting great laughs from the audience, but I'm not super wowed. I don't know how you feel. I know him from Comedy Around, and he actually asked me if he could be on a Pantastics the other day, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to book you yet. Um, and I should, I should. trying to fill him out. Yeah, but I mean, he's getting really good laughs. Yeah, well, what do you think? I have nothing yet, honestly. Uh, I do like the, uh, the, the dad, the divorce one so far, but yeah. I, I... He's not, he's not hitting you over the head, though, with some no. punchlines. No, no. So guys, real questions my grandma asked me in order to do that. Question one... Do you want her to be educated? <laughs> and I said yes, because uh, how scary would it have been if I said no? <laughs> she went, all right, uh, question two. Guys, this is question two. Do you want her to have long hair? <laughs> to which I replied, how is that question two? <laughs> and this is why, you guys, this is why that was question two, because this was question three. Question three, you guys. 
There was no question three, you guys. Those were the only two questions my grandma asked me. And she's like, well, I have all I need to know. What? You know what I think happened? I think what happened is my grandma only knows two educated women and one of them got a haircut. I think that is what happened. Uh, I'm bored. Uh, but, you know, who knows? I'll watch this one again later and we'll see. I mean, I, honestly, a lot of it depends on how many more submissions that I get. There's so, I mean, we've got, we've had a lot of submissions, which is really exciting. Have you um, counted the, uh, the total number of I, submissions? I think that I have like 50 of them right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's why we're going to be going through these together on the show because A, I really appreciate your feedback uh, and B, hey, it's something to do. Ooh, ooh, second black guy. Yay. <laughs> okay, this is Rio Hillman. He is from... Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Ooh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Here we go. Uh, Midwestern, real comedy club type of people. All right, man. So uh, I live in Wisconsin, Eau Claire to be exact. It's funny when uh, people do find out that I live in Wisconsin, the first question they ask is, there black people there? (laughs) Yeah, there's black people there. (laughs) Tell them, just think of us like Visa. (laughs) We're everywhere you want to (laughs) be. And some places you don't want to (laughs) be. So I've been getting into the show uh, Naked and Afraid. Round of applause to people who have seen that show. I love that show. What I love about it is they do live tweets that's going on. And I was watching it a couple weeks ago, and one wife tweeted, watching Naked and Afraid keeps me and my husband together. <laughs> then she drunk a glass of wine. Fifteen minutes later, her husband tweeted, my wife's drunk, naked, and I'm afraid. <laughs> Finish the wine. <laughs> Everybody's drinking tonight. That's good to see. Drink, drink up. I'll get funnier as you drink more. <laughs> drink one for me because I do not drink and drive anymore. Is I'm in that DUI club. <laughs> Any DUIers in the house? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch you, people. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> I was so drunk I had the ignition interlock in my car, the good old breathalyzer. The one good thing about it is I blew weed into it. Instead of beeping, it coughed. This is going to be a great year. Works just fine. Went to the doctor last week to get a physical because it's been five years and uh, the nurse is uh, checking my height, my weight, my blood pressure. And as she's checking my height, she's like, I bet you're pretty good at basketball. Like, hold up on the stereotypes here. Wait a second. Now, she was a bigger girl, so I was like, ah, I bet you're pretty good at making sandwiches. <laughs> say I didn't get to see the doctor. (laughs) I took my balls and my stick and I got out of there. (laughs) There was a baby gorilla born at the Miami Zoo. 
And at the time, they didn't know the gender of the gorilla, but what they did know is the father was 32 and the mother was 14. Now, I don't claim to be an expert at gorilla years, but that sounds like statutory eight. <laughs> I don't think we need to watch anymore. I think he's in. He's funny. Yeah. And, uh, and he's uh, from Wisconsin. And he's from Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. And if he's applying and he's willing to come all the way out here, wow, you know, I am I am impressed. I liked him. Yeah. Yay, Rio Hillman. Statutory eight. We'll see how many we can uh, get in here in the next couple of minutes. Coming up next is Think, Grow, Love with Yehudit. It's a great show. And... Um, I'm, I'm always excited to listen to what she's doing, and um, and then the, the meditation stuff is really cool. This person is from La Grande, Oregon. This is Nick Johnson. So let's see what he does. This is at, he's at Idaho Laugh Fest. Oh, that's great. So, you know, when people give you a video, and it's of them at another festival, that bodes well. Yeah. It's like, oh, somebody else wanted them for something. Good. As opposed <laughs> to, and you, we could see the difference between this and the shaky one. Oh, this is a nice video. Good to be here. Uh, like you said, I was a finalist in the Las Vegas Headliners competition. Uh, that is not my favorite credit during my career, uh, as impressive as that is, I know. Uh, I was uh, recently in a comedy competition, and I was awarded Best Female Comedian <laughs> in the competition. Uh, guess you yeah, keep dressing like a butch lesbian, people are going to believe it. Uh, <laughs> it's actually 100% true story. I was in... <laughs> I, was in a, I know it's really funny. I know I was at a, I was in a competition. There was a bunch of different uh, categories. She's loving this right now. Hey, oh my god, it does look like a lady. Um, <laughs> he put his arms together to make it nice. Uh, no, I was uh, in the competition. I I did win in my category, and uh, after you win, they send you a plaque with your name on it and like what you won and I got mine in the mail a couple weeks ago and I opened it up and it did say Nick Johnson best female comic <laughs> and like most people would send it back I'd put that shit on the wall like, that's an accomplishment that none of, no other guy is gonna get and that's really cool the best part is is that it actually well it had my name it had the picture of the lady that actually won on it so my friends come up they're like oh you won that's not you and be like no that's me before the operation uh, now I have an excuse for looking like this uh, I was uh, I was at the I was at the store today, and uh, the lady that was checking me out my groceries said, uh, uh, "What's your name?" I said, uh, "Nick." She goes, "You look like a Nick." And I kind of hate it when people do that, so I was like, "Thank you, Bernice." She's like, "My name's Claire." I'm like, "You look like a Bernice to me." <laughs> Ugly and annoying. Yep. Uh, nice. Your name is Bernice. I'm not pandering my act, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> is there anybody named Bernice here? Let's move on. Uh, so uh, I'm a I'm a college student. We got any college students in the audience? Yeah. Overpriced education. She's proud of it too. Uh, no, I uh, I'm actually a liberal studies major. And uh, for those of you that don't know what a liberal studies major is, it's a major that was created for people like me who change their major depending on how hard the classes are. Uh, happens a lot. Happens a lot. No, um, before, uh, I don't know, I mean, like, it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm going to graduate this spring, and uh, uh, 
That's really cool. Graduating with a liberal studies degree means that I am qualified to work at any McDonald's. Um, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about him. He's, he's already in a festival, and he mentions that he was in another festival. So Ego. it's like, yeah, but his jokes aren't really, so I'm, not, I'm not ready to put him in the, in the super yes pile. Put, put him in the, uh, the still alive but not dead pile. Oh, yeah, we're, okay, so we're, we're going to get rid of Nick here right now. I'll watch his video later. We're going to get to one last video, and hopefully they wow us. Uh, that was, we've gone through a lot of these today. Thank you so much, LaToya, for joining me today and for going through these with me. I was hoping there would be more bad ones. Right, this one looks like a bad one. Uh, oh, this is John awesome. Miller. Uh, it's a, definitely a crappy uh, video. John Miller featuring at Sawworks Brewing Company. <laughs> Lord Black Guy, yay! Thank you all, this stage is rather stunning. Okay, so uh, what a new Sawworks. I just turned 23 not long ago. Um, my boss at my job said, John, be careful. At 23, the pull-out muscle dies. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, pulling out is the top three things that I do. Besides putting it in and missing the hole, <laughs> I've been pulling out champs since 07. But I digress. Uh, I turned 23, and I love what I said. I am also a recent graduate of the University of Tennessee. I live in Fort Sanders. I just noticed that, uh, oh, that's great. Uh, game tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I just noticed that, uh, it's been a large influx of dog owners in the fort, and, uh, you white people have been kissing your dogs in the mouth again. <laughs> I think our state president, Barack Obama, should do something radical and separate the water fountains again. Because <laughs> 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 black lives matter. Well, I'm going to watch his video more later. That was John Miller, because we've run out of time here on the AltaCast. Knoxville, Tennessee. How much do I love getting these from all over the nation. And then we it's also had groovy. Italy and Canada. So International folk. I'm definitely feeling really good about um, the choices that we get to make here for the uh, comedy festival coming up in March, you guys. It's going to be great. Five months. If you are listening to the AltaCast and you want to be a donor, it is tax deductible. And we definitely need money. Because <laughs> we definitely want to fly. I want to take one of these comedians that I really, really like and fly them here. Um, so that they can have the opportunity that maybe it might be too expensive. I mean, because I'm sure flying from those fucked up states like Tennessee and Indiana, and it's got to be expensive, right? It, like, it can be. The farther and weirder, like Kansas, right? Oh, Kansas is expensive. Yeah. You might get a cheaper flight from Memphis here. It depends on the major cities. Right. I just know that. So we're gonna try to we're gonna try to hook somebody up. It's gonna be great. Thank you guys for joining us here today on the AltaCast. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And remember, Alta California Botanicals, go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Alex, Ed, can you tell me what food relieves insomnia? Hey.
anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and get induce euphoria and stimulate appetite. I'm gonna guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's MutinyRadio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in. Turn on every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at noon on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, 
listen to my comrades in stand-up comedy march honorably through their cold balance sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turn-up, and beat, and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Looking to invest in the future of your community? MuniRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Clash you listen to right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate outline at www.muniradio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience friendly shows every day of the week and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at muniradio.fm. Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common sense approach to women's health and well being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit plannedparenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Fees have never been charged for any service